bitch. Every time I say I want to be in a relationship, it's always one of y'all bitches saying, oh, you need to love yourself first. Bitch, what the fuck? How y'all know I don't love myself? How did y'all figure that I didn't love myself? When did I fucking say that shit? That's the problem now. I love myself too much, bitch. I love myself so much that I need somebody to love me with me, bitch. Bitch, I can't just love myself by myself. That's fucking stingy. The fuck? And I got too much personalities inside my body, bitch. I, I Really, I need a lover for every personality. Really, I need multiple niggas, but I'm being nice and saying one. And welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. I'm Doyen, aka Can't Get Right. <laughs> Doyen, tell everybody about your current situation. <laughs> so I started Aligners on Friday. And so um, the interesting thing about it is they give you a list. Nobody tells you until you have it. <laughs> And so life has been a struggle right now, but you know, in 10 months we shall overcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know it's frustrating, but it sounds cute. <laughs> See, my team what? is full of clowns. So there's one person that has like an S, well, two people, but one that I call her name a lot and she has an S. So They've been making fun of me because I can't say anything. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so other than getting new aligners, oh, do they hurt? Oh, yeah. (laughs) They hurt a lot. But, um, you know, younger people, people when they're younger had braces and, you know, I waited till I was an adult. So, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I thought about it, but I don't want to hurt. Yeah, you're gonna hurt. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> but sometimes it like dulls down. So right now, like my main pain points are when I'm taking it out and trying to eat, mm-hmm. and when I'm putting it back in. Like you can't okay. prepare yourself for that pain. It just happens. But okay. All right. So other than getting new aligners, tell us what's been going on with you and what you are drinking. Okay, so um, today, I guess for my birthday, I got a lava wine glass that says Spit Happens. It's really cute. (laughs) And I was like, I want to drink wine today. I want to drink white wine. I need the wine to be cold because I don't have time to get it cold. So I went to a gas station. But, you know, I'm bougie, so I was like, I'm not banging barefoot because everybody knows how much barefoot costs, and I'm going to be bougie. So I bought this Pinot Grigio called Prophecy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> For $12 because I'm bougie. <laughs> okay. I was like, show me the finest gas station white wine you can have. And hey. Like, so <laughs> uh, that's that's what happened in my life. Is it good? <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> That's from it? Italy somewhere. Yeah. That's all you did this weekend? This week? This... What day is it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? My little sister came down to visit me or came up. So she lives in the Houston area. She came up Yay. to hang out with me. Um, quality time is my love language. So I'm all full of, you know, warm fuzzies and. Um, my love bank is full 
Um, oh, so I went to this other church. It's a Nigerian church. And they had like five baby dedications. And I was like, I'm absolutely not signing up for nursery here because they had too many kids. <laughs> but otherwise, no. Oh, I saw uh, Lion King. How could I forget that? I saw Lion King Thursday night. I did it at 9 o'clock p.m. So nobody's kids were there. Unless if they're like teenagers. And it was great. It was glorious. Okay. But it reminded me. It it reminded me that Lion King stresses me the fuck out. (laughs) (laughs) Even as a kid, like, I'd be running around the house because I was scared. (laughs) And I was like... Yeah. So starting out, I was like, why did I come to this? And I was like, Beyonce. But (laughs) I was very stressed until Mufasa died. Spoiler alert, kids. Um, (laughs) And then I I kind of mellowed out. Spoiler alert for Lion King. (laughs) I kind of mellowed out over time, but I was very stressed out because I couldn't remember what fuck up of Simba's cause Mufasa to die. So it's like everything. Simba did. I was like, holy shit, is this when you kill your dad? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have not been to see it yet, but it's in the plans. Y'all know mm-hmm. I have to wait till everybody's done what they're going to do when they go back home because I don't like a crowded theater. Mm-hmm. But um, other than that, everything's been good? All good. So how's everything going on your end? Um, Just lovely. This girl has jury duty. <laughs> i mean you know what it is my civic duty now fuck that i hate jury duty (laughs) this is my sixth time getting called sixth time (laughs) and so the good part the good thing about this time though is that my cousin and i are there together like neither one of us knew that the other one had it and this is this is my first cousin one of my first cousins on my dad's side and when I walked in, she was right there. I was like, oh, girl. And they have us, like, we're sitting right beside each other. Mm. Um, so I feel like Jesus did that for me, too. <laughs> because at first I thought they must be going to alphabetical order. And then when they started, like, you know, well, have you ever had jury duty? No. Oh, well, when you come in, you kind of sit wherever you want to sit. But then they renumber you and move everybody around according to number. And that wasn't alphabetical order. So we ended up still being beside each other. So that helped. I got to laugh and kiki and gossip while we had to wait all day. So I, I had to like- call back. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I I didn't have to go today. I have to mm-hmm. call every night after five to see if I have to be there or not. So that's fun. Yeah, I'm like, maybe I'm going to like order a Black Lives Matter shirt for if it happens maybe they'll think i'm really opinionated and not let me go but we'll see (laughs) like in the past i've been very opinionated when the lawyers come in and they start asking questions to kind of weed the pool out i've always been very opinionated i raise my hand on shit i call them out on their shit they still don't kick me out (laughs) they're like she has a sweet face she's gonna do it they don't kick me out, but they don't put me on a jury. So it's like either put me on a jury or let me go home. Yeah. Otherwise, now you're just in limbo, and I hate that. So anyway, tonight I'm keeping it very basic with 
one of my favorite drinks from <laughs> my undergrad days. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> a good old rum and coke. I took oh. it all the way back to the Malibu coconut rum. Oh. <laughs> See, I used to put Malibu coconut rum in everything. Same. <laughs> <laughs> But rum and coke is my I, I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. So I'm keeping it basic tonight. See, after a while I was like, rum is one of those drinks you can put a lot and it still doesn't taste like you put a lot. Right. Right. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know about this. <laughs> Until you get up and try to walk and function. Right. <laughs> then it's very clear that you put a lot. <laughs> that makes sense. Um <sighs> So we're going to go over a review um, that we got this week. So Yay! hopefully I can say all the words. Um, <laughs> it, the title is called Like a Fly on the Wall. And it was by Renee MP. She said, I love this podcast. I feel like a fly on the wall of two besties chatting about what's new in their lives in the news and the media. In one episode, they go from dishing about the SAG Awards to racism in academia in a matter of minutes and I was like get out of my head so much good <laughs> stuff in each episode <laughs> so. and what's their name again Renee MP what's their Apple name okay Renee MP <laughs> Renee we thank you for that wonderful review as you all know they make me smile and just make me feel mm -hmm. better about life in general <laughs> and I love I my favorite is when people say that they feel like they are here with us because that's those are my favorite podcasts when I feel like I'm sitting there talking with them so I love when people say that <laughs> I too feel like I'm in Crystal's closet because I can see <laughs> <laughs> let me hold those polka dot pants okay <laughs> to put up like i think i think doyen takes like inventory of what she can see in my closet for what she wants to ask for i'm gonna have to start no. putting up a sheet in the background so she can't see. I was about to say, you're there in november so <laughs> anyway. i'm gonna have to put up a sheet <laughs> so we're gonna Thank move you. on <laughs> to our current events <sighs> this story really makes me talk about three to four things that I don't want to talk about ever okay. um, but I felt like it had to be said because we gotta educate the people <laughs> but um, talks about Kim Kardashian maybe Kanye West Donald Trump don't mind me and my noise I mean I was gonna <laughs> say is that is that our electronic pancreas again yeah, just showing out. But anyways, oh. <laughs> um, Donald Trump and ASAP Rocky. <laughs> but like I said, it had to be said. So Kim, I think Justin Bieber, some other, uh, Diddy, Nicki Minaj, a lot of people were like making calls about ASAP Rocky. I don't even know what he went to jail for. I don't care. I'm not worried about it. But uh, because, you know, because Trump had an opportunity to be the superhero, <laughs> now he's like trying to call up on Sweden. And Sweden's like, you know what, we're not going to treat him like he's special. Which, 
<laughs> so the whole thing with ASAP is very complicated for me because if I'm just going by the video. I don't know. I wasn't there, but just going by the video, he was being antagonized by some guys. And then those guys ended up trying to jump them. And he truly was defending himself. Mm-hmm. That's what the video looks like. Okay. <clears throat> and I think that Sweden is wrong as fuck, especially mm-hmm. when you look at the fact that g got arrested over there for like drugs and some other things. And g is white and he was released with a slap on the wrist. Mm-hmm. Whereas they're holding ASAP uh, for two weeks. And it feels like it's been longer than two weeks by now, but at any rate, but also, ASAP is full of shit. And let me be... <laughs> ASAP Rocky, because there are lots of ASAPs. So I need Sorry. to be clear. I didn't know there are multiple ASAPs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I only know Rocky and Ferg, but they're, oh. it's a crew. Yeah. It's, it's the ASAP crew. So ASAP Rocky is full of shit, and he's an mm. asshole. Mm. And he said some things in the past that and he's just so and it's not even like i was i was pretty much done with him before he even made his comments about he can't relate to black lives matter and all that stuff because he said some pretty foul things about dark-skinned girls before and i just don't Mm -hmm. really fuck with him i just don't which is even more difficult because i love his music shit (laughs) shit shit it's like sometimes social media is just the worst thing that ever happened for celebrities Mm -hmm. like oh anyway all that being said he is being mistreated and the reason why it gives me like pause or complicated feelings is because he's in a foreign country like mm-hmm. if he got locked up over here where you know his family is here and people can get to him i really wouldn't be that concerned i mean so all i'm gonna say is this i hope that this is a growing opportunity for him and that he learns that at the end of the day you a nigga and that's all that that's all it is because yeah. his whole stance before was you know he got money he live in the valley or whatever mm-hmm. and he don't he can't identify with black lives matter because he rich so mm-hmm. i'm hoping that all of this teaches him a lesson um mm-hmm. but i do want him to come home because getting locked up in a foreign country is scary it's scary and so you know like i wasn't i wasn't on that retweeting and you know free rocky and i wasn't doing any of that Mm -hmm. because i remember but -hmm. at the same time uh the situation you know i i've had this conversation on this show before sometimes you have to hold more than one concept at a time in your brain yeah so i can hold on to the concept that he says some fucked up shit and this is karma coming back to him at the same time holding the concept this is not fair what he's going through. And I do hope that he gets back home. Yeah. I think the term is for what I'm feeling is ambivalence. <laughs> I just don't care whichever way. <laughs> well, you but know, yeah, according to, according to, you know, y'all president, all of the African-American community has reached out to him and we would just really like for him to help us with this. Situation. Oh, you didn't call him. I called him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. 
<laughs> you know, I had him on speed dial. I mean, like, if he don't shut up, he, just, he makes me so tired, and and I'm I'm so afraid that we're gonna have a second term. Like, so I don't wanna I don't wanna put bad juju out there, but I feel like I am rightfully afraid that we're gonna get a second term. Very very scared. Of yeah. That. And yeah, I just don't understand how my brain could like. Literally, I'm gonna come up with the media news website that pulls all the headlines that aren't about Trump because I'm tired of talking about him. I don't want to know, know right? what he did today. I just don't. <laughs> and then, like, this is what makes me mad with Kim. So, you know, when when you have someone in a situation like they're in prison and they shouldn't be, you know, whoever helps them get out, great. I mean, I don't, whatever. I don't like him, but fine. I appreciate that. But then she does things like, we just want to thank him for helping and doing all he can to get in this. And then she goes, and and I just want to acknowledge their continued efforts for um, whatever, crime and shit. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, girl, shut up. Yeah. But, you know, he is an egotist, so... Mm-hmm. I think, and she's playing up to that. Yeah, I see the necessity, but it's also annoying because she's annoying. Right. So, right. <laughs> right. You know, get ambivalence. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on. Um, this one I call niggas gonna nig. Um, <laughs> but and then, so I love banana pudding. It's one of my favorite desserts. It's so delicious. <laughs> And so that's upset me again. But um, so apparently Young Joe was arrested for attacking his girlfriend with banana pudding, but also he owes $41,000 in child support. Nigga. First of all, why are you wasting good-ass banana pudding on anything? <laughs> I mean, it couldn't have been homemade. For him to throw that banana pudding, it had to be store-bought banana pudding. It couldn't have been homemade. That makes sense. I made banana pudding ice cream for the fourth, oh. and it was delicious. It didn't taste like ice cream; it just tastes like some cold ass banana pudding. But it was still delicious. <laughs> um, doesn't Blue Bell have a banana pudding ice cream? Yes, they do. They That's do. just pretty dope. But <laughs> what you say? It's pretty dope. Oh yeah. Um, it's funny because I love how articles remind me of who people are they're like oh it's a shoulder lean rapper i'm like thank you because i didn't know <laughs> Boy, come on. we love young dro we just don't understand why you're throwing banana pudding yeah but um apparently he cannot leave jail until he gives up cops up ten thousand dollars <laughs> so i hope he knows for next time not to keep his banana pudding to himself and maybe he won't get in jail. He's been locked up since July the 5th. <laughs> like, so, what I want all of these men to understand, if you don't pay your child support, you are going to, ch- wait, where's, where's my, where's my, what? what's going on? Y'all are going to jail! You're going to jail! You don't pay your child support, you're going to jail. Like, the call was because of their domestic disturbance or whatever, and she made it clear she didn't want to press charges. But they held him because he was behind in child support. 
Uncle Sam said, y'all is going to be dumb if y'all want to. We're going to step up for the kids for y'all. Mm-hmm. We're going to hold this nigga till you get your child support. At least a good chunk of it. And <laughs> like Dorian reported, he's still there, so... <laughs> like, I just want to know it. how long he hasn't been paying child support. You know what? <laughs> Tonight, I'm going to put my iPad on silent, and I'm just going to stream shoulder lean over and over and over again to get Young Dro some revenue. Y'all do that for Dro because Shodaline was an anthem. And that's the least we can do. It was an anthem. It's the least we can do. Primatine Miss. I, when he said that in that song, I thought, Lord, I ain't heard of Primatine Miss in so long. <laughs> I'm going to put my iPad on silent and just put it on repeat and just stream Shodaline over and over and over and over again. Okay. If, if all of us do that, we can get Young Dro out. Free hashtag free Young Dro. <laughs> I just Doyen is looking at me with <laughs> disgust <laughs> because I really like banana pudding. I'm upset that he threw it. <laughs> I am too. I mean, I feel like there could have been a better way to work this out than throwing banana pudding because that right. banana pudding didn't do nothing to nobody. That is God's work. Right. So you could throw in the green beans, anything. <laughs> Not anything, but banana pudding. I love banana pudding. Please I love when my people. banana pudding has a lot of cookies. A lot of wafers. And I <laughs> like for my, first of all, them goddamn vanilla wafers high, okay? <laughs> I just learned that. This was my first time making a banana pudding of any kind, so I'm just not learning that. They eyes hell. That in Velveeta, I'm like, <laughs> this ain't even okay. real food. Why is it so and don't, and don't try to get, like, the generic Velveeta to make your rotel. It's all oily. <laughs> it's like, See, goddamn, Velveeta got the market cornered on rotel. <laughs> I, um... Because I like to make chicken spaghetti, and that's with Velveeta as well. And I'm like, that's expensive. I got like, to be like, feeling real foolhardy with money to make okay. chicken spaghetti. Okay, you sound like Granny. She makes chicken spaghetti, and she uses Velveeta too. And she only does it like on special occasions because right. <laughs> I don't got time to be buying a big Not old block of Velveeta. And holidays, pick one. <laughs> Um the next one. So I put your fave could never and the Instagram post has disappeared and now yeah. I can't remember what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> Serena. Oh uh, yeah. So Serena Williams <laughs> beat the shit out of um dude bro. It's this weird group of white guys. And I guess they thought, you know, because I'm a man, I have testicles, I can beat Serena. And Serena showed them that they cannot. (laughs) I think what I love the most about video is she looked utterly elated. She looked, she was joy. She wasn't even trying, y'all. She wasn't even trying. It's like she was using her left hand. (laughs) And like, it was like multiple of them there. And like one of them, she hit it. That went right past a racket. I'm like, are you even? <laughs> and then she just started showing out. Like she just started showing out. She like knocked the can off one of their heads. <laughs> she knocked the ball into a basketball. Like she just started showing out. And you know, there had been some men. There was a survey, and I forgot the percentages. So because you know. We don't try to bring you quality yeah. facts. <laughs> but there was a survey that said like a high percentage of men feel like they could beat Serena. And I'm like, y'all 
got to be kidding me. Just because she's a woman, they feel like they can beat her. You know? And there was a large percentage of men that felt like they could be. I'm like, Serena Williams, nigga? Serena Williams? You know, 40% of marketers make up stats on the fly. <laughs> then I will begin doing Because <laughs> who, who needs facts? Right. <laughs> facts. Smacks. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, mm, I don't know why y'all thought, but y'all thought. <laughs> and then the thing about it too like if you've ever seen serena play when she's getting ready to play a serious game she's either got her natural hair or she's got some type of like protective style going on girl was out there with a fresh person curl like she knew she wasn't even gonna have to try hard she had makeup on like she knew she, knew she wasn't even and she she, she did not break a sweat and right. all of them all of them had that Fenty with the <laughs> setting spray. <laughs> right, right. Like she, her hair was all cute and she was all made up and cute. She had a cute little outfit and she was just laughing. I mean, she was so full of joy the whole time. Oh, like, she it. deserves. <laughs> you love to see it. <laughs> anyway. You really do? You really do? Um, so the next one. Oh my God. It was so much drama. Um, So... I guess Black China mom decided that she wants to fight Wendy Williams, but Wendy Williams was like, we were just cool. Um, I, she was like, I was just in China's kitchen and China's coming to my party. And <laughs> Tokyo Tony's mom, she's just so ratchet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, oh, 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 oh. so for some reason, China and Wendy are BFFs now. I don't... I mean, I saw it when it happened, but I don't really understand it. But that's fine. That's fine. I mean, I would hang out with Wendy's rich ass, too, if I could. So... um, I do want to note that I watched the video because the article didn't make sense. I was going (laughs) to ask, did you watch... So you watched both of them? I watched Wendy. But yeah, and Wendy had the clips of her cussing her China but you didn't stuff. but you didn't watch the clip of Tony. Just her. Like she was on a live. No. No. Okay. <laughs> I did get one out of two. <laughs> okay. So you had not seen any of the other of the clips before from the show with no, China I and her mom? The show, no. no, none of us do. <laughs> or the clips. <laughs> I don't no. pay attention. <laughs> the show is on that new network, Zeus. I think it's a YouTube network, something. Oh. Not really sure how that works. I don't know. <laughs> I, was gonna say, I don't anyway. have cable. <laughs> no, Listen. it's not on. It's not on cable. It's I'm a just... YouTube-based station, <laughs> I think. Channel, whatever. I, I don't really know. Made At any Mariah Carey's, I don't know her sign for this show. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> None of us watch the show. Okay, but the clips are all over my timeline. Like. Of course, I do follow China, and she does repost the clips, but I see them from everywhere. Like, everybody's reposting the clips. So, I oh, man, so you haven't really seen... Uh, mm-hmm. It's bad. It's bad. And I like China. I think China gets a bad rep. And I think the more you see her in interviews and the more you get from her, she's just a really sweet girl. I, I like her. Um, I do like China. 
I'm going to say what I've learned from watching this drama between her and her mom. And it's not something that I learned. I already knew it. We've already had a show talking about boundaries. Mm-hmm. Listen, you know, we, we as black people, we tend to feel like, you know, well, that's mama, you know, that's, that's granny. Mm-hmm. You don't have to keep that negative spirit around you. Mm-hmm. Period. Poo. Like you just don't have to do it. Set those boundaries. Keep those people away from you. If they are making you feel some kind of way, if you don't have to put up, especially in your own home, her mama cussed her out for filth in her own home. Mm -hmm. Told her she was gonna rock her shit in her own home. Oh yeah, I did see that part. It's like, oh my god! And then she, her, her mom has a problem. She, she has some issues. It's very clear. It's very clear she has some issues, which is why I hesitate to really speak that negatively about her because she clearly has some stuff going on. But that's just, let that be a reminder, y'all. Let that be a reminder. Whomever is bringing all that toxic energy around you, give them free. You Mm -hmm. don't have to, you do not have to tolerate that. Be it your mama, your sister, your dad. And I am of the thought of, I got one mama and that's it. Mm -hmm. I do feel that way. But I am also the queen of loving from a distance. Mm-hmm. And I can do it better than the, <laughs> I can do it better than anybody, okay? And if you have someone in your life that's just toxic, just negative, just disrespectful all the time, uh-uh. You don't have to put up with that. You grown. You grown. Yeah. Yeah. So um, out of all of that, love and light to Black China. I don't yeah. really care about her fight with Wendy Williams. Um, <laughs> Tokyo has a do, lot to lose. <laughs> I, I do think. I think. I do think Tokyo uh, would rock Wendy shit. I just do. But also, I think that's because Wendy knows better than to hit Tokyo because Wendy's yeah. filthy rich, right? And Tokyo ain't got True. shit, and Wendy knows. So, because if, if it's a if they got like in a ring and fought, I feel mm-hmm. like Wendy hold her own because you know wendy is she 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 broad Mm -hmm. you know but wendy wendy knows better wendy didn't get this rich and hadn't been this rich this long because she's stupid sure um but i forgot that like last week i wanted to talk about erica badu and ricky smiley mom (laughs) 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 why is ricky smiley mama running around trying to fight And she's like, yeah, she swung on me. (laughs) She caught me off guard because she was like, crackheads look young. (laughs) I was like, what? Wait, Doya, it was a joke. Oh, she doesn't want to fight Ricky (laughs) Clinton? I didn't catch that update. Okay. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. So people were spazzing out and i forget that everybody in the world don't live in the south okay i forget that mm-hmm. so if you live in the south nine times out of ten you've listened to the ricky smiley morning show at some point in your life yeah he and erica go back and forth doing this with mama jokes none of that was real oh. it was all a joke and well, this you is something told me when i said it to you <laughs> i said it to you somewhere you may have, but I just had a lot going on in my mind and process. I maybe I thought you. I don't know. I don't know if I processed that you really believed it was true. Like boo boo the fool. But no, everybody was 
you are with the well i won't say majority but everybody that i was seeing everybody was like what wait huh <laughs> what everybody was but if you listen to the ricky miley ricky miley ricky smiley morning show i mean this has been for years this is ever since i was an undergrad mm-hmm. they've been friends forever and every now and again she calls on the show and they just go back and forth at each other they play the dozens with each other they crack jokes on each other's mamas all the time so okay. like when when people were like this is what she called his mama crackhead i was like y'all act like y'all don't and then people were acting like they didn't know who ricky smiley was and so um, i was like okay i forget everybody didn't live in the south and everybody didn't even though ricky smiley did host comic view for a whole season but still i digress it also makes me sad because like people here don't know who doug banks is <laughs> I'm like, how do y'all know, know who Doug Banks is? Wait, Doug Banks is, I didn't think he was Southern-based. Yeah, is like, it? I thought he was nationally syndicated, but they didn't know him here. Well, he is. I mean, Ricky Smiley is nationally syndicated, too, but I also understand that you're not gonna... I don't know. Texas is kind of like, Dallas is very local, so Dee Dee is, like, their big person. Okay. But, um, yeah, I was like, okay. how do y'all know, know who Doug Banks is? Anyways, so I'm going to move on to my next topic. <laughs> Doug Banks in the morning. <laughs> that was my shit. I didn't really listen to Ricky, Ricky Smiley, except for, like, his, like, grandma skits. But anyways. Um, so, uh, apparently this woman had decided she was going to divorce her husband, and she had, had inherited a million dollars. And she gave seven hundred and fifty thousand to her male friend, and two hundred fifty thousand to her sister. But then they decided they're gonna reunite because she didn't want to share it in the divorce. So they decided they're gonna reunite, and her friend was like, mm, "I'm not giving that back." <laughs> he left the country. <laughs> he said, "Alexa, oh. put on my out of office." <laughs> he was like, "Oh, I invested that. He didn't give that shit back." <laughs> Okay. And then I love how he, like, even though the judge didn't fall for it, Mm -hmm. but I love how he tricked her into giving him the evidence to use to say that this was an investment. Right. (laughs) Classic. I was like, "Mm." (laughs) you hate to see it. (laughs) I mean, he could have just charged her a fee to hold the money and not taken all of her money. All that shit. (laughs) What made her give it to him? She ain't never heard of a Swiss bank account. She never heard of the Cayman Islands. Right. (laughs) What made you give your money? Like, uh -uh. uh-uh. A guy at that? Mm -mm. A man? (laughs) If if I'm trying to leave my nigga and I'm trying to hide money, I'm going to either give it to my mama or one of my sisters. Right. She gave majority to the man and a little bit to her sister. And I'm like, (laughs) oh. (laughs) Girl, that was ass backwards. Mm. But now, now he over there. (laughs) And then he emailed, (laughs) he emailed the judge and was like, I no longer live here, live there. I live in Japan now. I just had surgery and I'm not well. I was like, oh, he, he just got his bad bitch body done. <laughs> he ain't got time to do all that traveling. <laughs> Everything snatched. I, I can't say that word. Uh, <laughs> anyways, um, next up, Lions Unite. So, you know, if you didn't expect it, Lion King cleaned up shop this weekend. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
so uh of course box office records records um <laughs> they so far have opened to a worldwide total of 531 million through sunday that's half a billion if y'all didn't notice because <laughs> like was that shit uh, the demo for the audience was 44% Caucasian, 22% African-American, 20% Hispanic, <coughs> and 14% Asian other. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, I would like to see other movies demo because <laughs> I'm pretty sure yeah. we ain't. Are we 22% of this country? <laughs> uh, we're not 22% probably, but we are in the minority. Yeah. And white people love Lion King. So it's easy to see that. Yeah, I feel like our averages went up <laughs> for this movie <laughs> compared to others. But uh, yeah, so um, I mean, but honestly, Lion King's cast was amazing and star-studded anyways. Aside from yeah. Beyonce, which Beyonce. <laughs> it was <laughs> like, there was a reason for everybody to want to see it. Seth yeah. Rogen. Uh, Michael Keegan Keys, which I would have loved for him and like Peel to have been on that movie. Like that would have been mm-hmm. like, but even so, he was amazing in it. Um, Donald Glover, like it was just packed full of people that you wanted to see and hear. Yeah. So they did that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and they still go and continue to do that shit. It's a great time for Disney because Endgame just passed event um avatar which is hilarious to me because everybody's like avatar is the highest grossing i'm like what's avatar about and nobody can remember to tell me (laughs) but everybody went to the avatar no i had no interest in that blue ass movie oh wow (laughs) okay (laughs) they were saying that um avengers you know yeah they took the spot from avatar but how long are they gonna hold it because avatar is gonna come out with the part two and i'm like nobody's gonna check for avatar part two we went to see the first avatar because of all the hype yeah and because at the time like it did feel real epic it was long as shit i'm gonna take it right now (laughs) it was long it was long and i went to see it with candace and you know candace got adhd It was long as shit. But after the fact, when we all look back, it's like that movie was whack. So I don't, <laughs> I don't feel like anybody's gonna be checking for two part two. Like yeah. you tricked us into part one. I don't feel like anybody's gonna be checking for part two. I feel like I the mean, people who don't like Marvel would go see part two to try to get it up there, but it's not gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> but, if you don't like Marvel, then you finna have a long ass life. <laughs> you finna have a long ass two years, right? <laughs> so, like, that actually helps us ease into the next one. Um, Comic Con happened, and so Marvel was listing all the movies coming out. Black Panther two, the Black Panther is coming back, <laughs> and I'm excited because, like, I knew there was a two happening, but I started to lose faith. <laughs> it was just starting to wane. <laughs> It was like the disciples after Jesus, like, you know, went up <laughs> or disappeared. <laughs> and they're like, uh, are we sure he's coming back? That's how it was with Black Panther. <laughs> but uh, it's coming back and I'm excited. But I'm even more excited that um, Tessa Thompson 
will play Marvel's first LGBTQ superhero in a new Thor film. So I'm like, my question is, where are we wearing to see Valkyrie do that shit? <laughs> what do you wear to support Valkyrie? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I'm like, do I wear wings? Like, <laughs> I mean, well, she is god of the Asgard. So that's where I think the Asgard is where the gods live. So we should dress up like Norse gods. So we should just look godly. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like wings is a godly thing. That's a human. (laughs) Um, Hear me out, Togas. I don't know. We'll figure it out between. It's Greek, but it's okay. I don't know. I I can't keep my mythology. <laughs> Listen, um, your homework we need, we need is to, to figure it out. <laughs> we need to consult Rose Nyland and get her to help us figure out what to wear to look like a Norse god. <laughs> Can we get her on the pod? <laughs> oh, girl. That just, would be amazing. Just tweet her every day for the next 30 days. Maybe. Ooh. That would be amazing. Um, but since you know things and I don't, I'm good. It's your job to figure out what we're supposed to wear. I to don't show like out jobs. Um, your homework. I don't, I don't like homework. You seem like the type that asked about homework because you did it and nobody else did. Hell yeah! If, it, if I did my homework and the teacher forgot to take it up, you finna get this shit. Hell yeah. And you were the monitor when the teacher left. So you're going to do it. <laughs> See, See, I was a cool monitor because I never did write nobody's name down. Like I wasn't a snitch. Yeah. And like if the teacher forgot to assign homework, I wasn't going to remind her of no shit like that. But if we had homework and I did my shit, you finna get this work. Shit. <laughs> you finna get this work. <laughs> That's why you're going to, you know. You're going to let us know what we're supposed to wear. I would like a full mood board. Thank okay. You. Pinterest is fine for that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Whatever you say. I'm serious. <laughs> okay. Anyways, sure. we're going to move along <laughs> to our someone something. <laughs> so Beyonce, um, for the second time in this year, has we're so blessed. Like... <laughs> Uh, it's like there's this little clip of this Af- not Af- he was an African he was a runner and I guess he had won and he was like I never experiment <laughs> and that's how I felt <laughs> because not <laughs> not just once but twice Beyonce has given us an album that, <laughs> in one year <laughs> she really has um, but she gave us you know the gift and then she called it a gift which is what it was like we were really blessed um <laughs> So, um, have you listened to the gift yet? Of course. Okay. I listened to it with the night that it came. <laughs> the night sure. came. You said you were holding out on spirit. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I, I didn't say that. I'm not the one in the group that said that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. There's two people and you one of them were my like personal friends. So I was like, okay, I'm still going to do it. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I liked their comment because oh, okay. I get it. Like, yeah. I get it. But no, I did not hold out on spirit. Okay, so, um, what was your favorite song on The Gift? Oh, God. The whole thing is just, 
listening to it reminds me a lot of when I first listened to the Black Panther soundtrack, even though this is not the soundtrack for the movie, it it gave it was, me that feel. It was a nod, yeah. So it's best to hear it with a nice pair of headphones. Mm-hmm. That way you get like all the bass, you get all the ad-libs. Um, when I hear bigger, I feel like mm. I'm meant to do something in this world. <laughs> That's what I listen to on my way to work. <laughs> I mean, I love bigger. I love I love find your way back. Mm-hmm. I love. I mean, I could literally just go down the list. I love don't jealous me. Mm-hmm. Um, I love mood forever. Of course, I love brown skin girl, mm-hmm. and I love already, <laughs> and I love everything else. But those are the ones that I like kind of skip to get to. So I guess because yeah. I always walk that African and American line. So some people, I've seen some people complain about appropriation. I don't think that's fair. Um, I don't think she appropriated. This doesn't qualify as appropriation because she's got lots of African artists here. And, And yeah, so that's one thing I didn't like about the Black Panther album was it was based in Africa, but they didn't even nod to the African artists. Even if you wanted to do just African-American artists, you had Jadana, you had Wale. <laughs> it didn't nod to any African artists. And I thought that's where they missed out for Black Panther album. Beyonce, she did nod to, especially a lot, of, there's a lot of great Afrobeat artists out there. Yeah. People I love. She had both Yami Alade and um, Tiwa on there, which are two very strong African women artists. Nigerian, of course. You know, it was a nice Nigerian. It's basically an Afrobeats album. Right. Yeah, Um, yeah, it was funny because I saw some memes. They're like, oh my gosh, Wizkid put Beyonce on their map. And I just cracked up at that because Wizkid is so strong in his own sense. Yeah, but it's mostly in you know Africa and among Africans outside of Africa, and so I love that you know it's bringing it to the mainstream. So whichever way, I think both did great work for each other. Um, of course, my favorite is Brown Skin Girl because not only, of course, it had Blue Ivy on it. Oh. <laughs> we gonna get Blue Ivy this Grammy before she's ten. It's just going to happen. <laughs> but also, she was speaking to Lupita. She was talking about dark-skinned girls in a way that, like, is people who, like, in America grew up with colorism in a way that we haven't seen growing up. <laughs> so, you know, like, growing up, I didn't see anybody speak to. Like, even Lupita, I love her so much, but it's so amazing to see the mainstream culture accept somebody of her hue <laughs> because uh, growing yeah. up we didn't see that you know no. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so of course yeah that was a, a love song that I love and it's funny because like some of course people are already trying to take it away from us and be like it's about all women of color I'm like bitch no <laughs> Black now women. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I do not view that song as for all women of color. Like right, no, <laughs> but I do view it for all black women. Like that's the way yes. I see it. I I do think that she is specifically 
giving praise to dark-skinned women. Mm -hmm. But as a whole, I view the song as a tribute to Black women, period. Not all women of color. Y'all can go somewhere else. (laughs) No. Did she call out one of y'all faves? No. (laughs) So, go have a seat. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's just sometimes if certain things, it's just for us. You know, we love the Selena's. Like and we've heard, we've heard, <laughs> we've heard Blue sing before, mm, and yeah. so we've kind of heard her voice. But Blue has a little voice; like she's gonna be able, to, like she's got a voice. <laughs> There's a tweet that was like, "Really, they wanted Nala to be Blue through and through, but beyond uh, Nala, um, Blue was like, uh, you had Chantel taste with the Walmart budget, so here's Beyonce.'" <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> like, right, like, right. I love Beyonce, but I'm going to stand for blue 100 right. times harder every single time. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> because not only is blue half of Beyonce, but she's half of Daisy. <laughs> right. Right. Like, that just makes her the superhuman. Anyways. <laughs> I mean, I just, I love the album, and I love that she included like different excerpts from the movie so i saw a meme mm-hmm. <laughs> i saw a meme that was like the disney execs were like well beyonce we already have a soundtrack and beyonce was like and <laughs> <laughs> you can put out your little soundtrack and then i'm gonna put out my gift this is a gift <laughs> yeah. i'm especially like grateful that beyonce is giving me two albums that I ain't got to pay for her to go on tour for. <laughs> like, it only cost me $14 to go see the movie. I ain't got to pay Beyonce tour movie money <laughs> to go see Beyonce and appreciate this. Now, in a few, uh, next year, maybe a year after that, she's going to put out an album. I'm going to have to go see her on tour. But I'm really yeah. excited to enjoy Beyonce without having to pay for concert tickets. <laughs> I'm just excited <laughs> that I it's she gets it right every time. And yeah. it's like this was this could have easily been a gamble. Mm-hmm. But Beyonce was like, no, I know what my people want. I know I, I know that they're gonna allow me to grow and move and do and develop and everybody's gonna love it. And we do. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> And it's funny because like the the beehive Beyonce group gets a lot of things wrong. So somebody's like, "This is her last album." I'm like, "No, Beyonce has yet to make a billion dollars off of us. Until she makes a billion dollars off of us, she's not retiring." <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling y'all now. <laughs> she gotta make I, that. <laughs> I don't think this is her last album at all right. because I think. I think she would want to go out with something else that was more her signature and her signature alone. Mm-hmm. Like she's got a lot of other artists on this album. I don't feel like she would go out with that being her final album. However, I can see her retiring soon because she wants to be a mom. I mean, she is a mom, but yeah. you know, I feel like she wants to dedicate more of her time to that. And I could see it. I don't think this is it, but I could see it. She's been doing this since high school, even more. Yeah. But I'm just like, I think she has to have a B and a G. A B, 
billion and Grammy. And I don't know what's going to get her that Grammy, but she's going to get it. <laughs> she's got lots of Grammys. <laughs> you mean you for know album? The one. <laughs> you mean for, for album of the year? Yes. Yeah. That one. Lord, <laughs> who who know? Uh, you know what? I don't even. Oh, let's let's That's not the go there. It's like I don't know what's gonna get her that, but she's gonna get it. <laughs> it's not, and but it's not. Con- I guess what makes me so like uh, about it is it's not contingent upon her mm-hmm. because she's given album of the year work time after time after time after time. Mm-hmm. Like she's giving it to them. Mm-hmm. They just. It's like they don't want to see Beyonce win. They got a problem with Beyonce. Well, so Lemonade should have had it, mm-hmm. but Adele, like, because we don't know how many times Adele's going to even put music out. So I understood that they gave it to her, even though it wasn't a really great album. They gave it to her because they're like, we don't know when's the next time we could give it to her. That is bullshit. I get it. <laughs> I do not. I don't subscribe to that just because I don't want to award people because I don't know when they're going to put something else out. I want to award what was the best project this year within these guidelines of this year. Taylor Swift and, didn't have it, but she did. So <laughs> I understand that's how the gravy works. But it lasts. They, <laughs> they, it's a board who doesn't have a set criteria other than this is who we want to win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If Taylor Swift wins this year or whatever the year that this album oh, is what? in, I'm going to oh, be what? fucking mad. Uh, I'm going to call Kanye. <laughs> but I will say before the Lion King starts, and now I'll move on, uh, they show the Cats trailer. Oh, God. And oh, so, God. Um, that is creepy as shit. Oh, so somebody like redid the Cats trailer with the Us trailer theme music and I was like I like it better it's just <laughs> that's actually my favorite but um so there's so many other people because I was like Taylor Swift in it I don't want to watch that but there's so many other people that I like in it that I'm like I'm gonna watch it because it has Idris has Jennifer Hudson you can tell when Jennifer Hudson starts singing that's like oh that's Jennifer uh James Corden Melissa McCarthy I think Rebel Wilson and so there's so many people that I like they like Taylor Swift, and I can't even tell that it's Taylor Swift in Catface because she looks like every other white woman. <laughs> that like I don't think it's gonna bug me as much because I can't really tell who she is, but I'm I haven't heard her it. sing yet. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it because I love the story of cats. I love mm-hmm. I love it, but I just they look. Why do their faces look smeared? Like it looks but, it looks weird. So, like, the white people, I can't really tell who they are, but the black people, I could still see their features. I could tell who they are. Like, Jennifer <laughs> Hudson's face looks smeared. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Okay. But, yes, I, too, am going to watch it for all those wonderful people, and, yes, yeah. I'm going to watch it, too. But I'm going to send you the version that I like of the trailer. Okay. Because <laughs> it really okay. does sound good. Okay. <laughs> so, we're going to move along to our pro-life decision. And so, um, <laughs> this week, honestly, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to put. But apparently, you know, past Doyen looks out for future Doyen. So I had put an article somewhere in our, like, future episode notes. And I was <laughs> like, okay, let's work with this. So it's about being a chronic complainer <laughs> and about having a complaint cleanse. 
So, um, honestly, like, realistically, they're like, oh, I was depressed and you because I complained a lot. But I'm like, I complain a lot just because that's who I am as a human. And I think it's comedic. <laughs> so I like complaining because I think it's funny. Um, <laughs> but um, overall, so this writer was like, oh, I'm depressed. And I could tell because I complained. And her friend recommended that she gave up complaining for a month advising it would reframe her mind and again i like to complain so it's gonna be interesting to try to like rethink things but we've done it before when we're shitting all over ourselves so that's right (laughs) but she does know that complaining does have an important purpose which is something in our life needs to change and so a lot of times it gets stuck focusing on what we don't want instead of what we do want and also the next the next step was talking about why we complain. And they say complaining is a bonding mechanism. And it makes so much sense because we're like, oh my God, Dallas drivers are the worst. And we're like, oh yeah, this person cut in front of me or this person would not let me in for whatever reason because Dallas drivers <laughs> are, you know, selfish jerks. And so <laughs> it's a great way to connect with somebody because <laughs> we always have, there's so many mutual dispatches dissatisfactions <laughs> that we have <laughs> but in general when we complain we want to fix an injustice so what did yeah. you think about this point <laughs> i was really kind of like okay <laughs> am i compl- am i a complainer or am i a venter mm-hmm. and because i don't i I try so okay when I first saw the article and I read the title and I was like oh shit but <laughs> I try my best not to complain a lot because I don't like to hear other people complain that's true um but one thing I wish the article had done more was talk about that balance yeah between complaining and venting or the balance between complaining and sharing your feelings you know so when she talked about her cleanse and how it changed her life in a miraculous way Mm -hmm. I was just like girl I don't know (laughs) I mean I'm willing to try I'm definitely willing to try and like I said I do try to keep a monitor because I try not to complain a lot anyway Mm -hmm. but I feel like if I don't verbally say it I'm gonna internalize it yeah and so, yeah, I think venting and compl- we do mix venting and complaining a lot. And so I think in a way we had to step back and think about what's the subject matter of our complaints and maybe yeah. it's a vent, but how can we change it? So, yeah, I can complain about Dallas traffic, but can I get up 30 minutes earlier and leave and avoid that traffic? And I'm yeah. willing to and change that narrative. <laughs> and that was that was one thing I highlighted that she said was when we complain, we want to fix an injustice. Mm-hmm. So you have a way to fix that versus venting. It's just getting it off your chest. Yeah. And maybe yeah. to some extent, when I do complain about things, I'm really venting because, yeah, I'm a cancer and I'm emotional and I need to get these things out of my head. <laughs> yeah. But um, 
I use those words almost synonymically. I don't know if that's a word. <laughs> but let's say interchangeably. Yeah, that's a word. Um, so they, in order to decide if you're complaining too much or just simply venting, they ask, like, you know, are you griping too much? Look at your communication and see if there's a negative thing. Um, the numbers was really weird to me. So they're like 80% positive <laughs> and 20% negative. And I'm like, <laughs> they're like, if it's a 50, 50 or you're neg- heavily on the negative side, that's a problem. And so yeah. for me, like, there's like, like I said, I have a dark humor. So I will send like a meme that's like very dark and I'll laugh at it. <laughs> and it doesn't mean that I'm like really feeling as negative as the meme was, but it's funny because there's a dark twist, you know? <laughs> I don't think, but I don't think that's negative. Yeah. And I don't think you're a complainer because if you were, I wouldn't talk to you. <laughs> because, because it gets on my nerves when other yeah. people com- just complain all the time. Yeah. Now, things that are weighing on you and you need to vent, you can just tell, you can tell mm-hmm. the difference between someone who is experiencing something and I need someone else to tell. I need... I need to tell somebody else what I'm experiencing versus someone who's like, like you can tell the difference. Everything's all right. Nobody loves me. (laughs) (laughs) In some ways, Ellen, um, Eeyore is like relatable, but then also he's oh, super yes. annoying. <laughs> it's just like you don't want that Eeyore energy. <laughs> I get mad when people come for Eeyore. <laughs> I understand, but it's like like yeah. Eeyore, he's sweet, but at the same time, it's like you don't want to be around that all the time. Yeah. But yeah. they do talk about trying a compact cleanse. So the author posted this post and it was complaining of something that seems to come so easy and so natural to us but the problem is complaints have no magic they don't make anyone's day better and they don't help any situation try going on a complaint cleanse monitor when complaints pop into your mind and instead of saying them out loud let them go when we do this we allow for our language to be part of how we make the world more magical and peaceful and so i mean that's you know, a nice notion to think about. Yeah. Um, speaking of Eeyore and just complaining people, I have like, I don't know why. Anytime I go to the grocery store and talk to the meat counter people, they like to talk to me about their problems. And I'm like, I don't know if it's like, I just have a kind face, but I'm like, I really just want meat and I don't <laughs> want to internalize your problems because that's what I do. Like I internalize other people's emotions. Right, right. <laughs> and so like there's one guy at Kroger, like he he recognizes me and he's always ready to tell me his problems. And I'm like, I don't want this. Like, I'm sorry that they keep scheduling you for the wrong times, but I just want <laughs> salmon. <laughs> Yeah. But um I think in general it helps to think about how like complaints truly don't have a magic. And so how can you turn around the thought that you have to or just leave it alone and be like, okay, yeah, the weather sucks. Cause I do complain about the weather all the time. It's hot. <laughs> but uh how can I just like leave that be and not um send that negative energy to somebody else? 
But is complaining about it being hot, is that a complaint? Because it is hot. <laughs> it is a complaint. I'm <laughs> like, oh, it's hot. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, think about how, and of course, you know, there's always the flip side of gratitude. So, yes, it's hot. But was it as hot as last year? No. So even Texas weather right now, it's, we're not hitting 100 degree weather. And that's not normal. And I'm very yeah. like, uh, global warming, what are you doing? But at the same time, we're not hitting 100 degree weather. And so, yeah. Yeah. It's I kind of said, I kind of <laughs> said the same thing. Like, it's hot. But, and I, to me, it's a little hotter than it was last year here, mm -hmm. but we haven't had a really hot, hot summer yeah. in, a, in a few years. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I'm just going to suck it up and I have air conditioning and I have a car with an air conditioner and I'm just going to get over it. Yeah. The temperatures on the books haven't been as high, but the humidity has been off the charts. Oh. <laughs> God, but it is. Then I'm like, well, you came from Mississippi, so you really can't complain. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not really dying that hard. I just go straight from my car to air conditioning. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, and so yep. um, that's kind of some ways to think about it. Um, yeah. Overall, they talk about learning to complain constructively. So realigning your expectations to improve our relationships. Um, so even if you can't forego complaints entirely, think about like what your complaints are about and try to move that to a more positive trend. I wanted to mention something that she said about the gratitude. Uh-huh. <laughs> When the author was, well, I don't know if it's the author. No, it wasn't the author. It was the lady in the story. She mm -hmm. was saying that when she goes to sleep <laughs> at night, she goes through the alphabet and for every letter, she thinks of something that she's grateful for. And my first thought was, okay, I could try that. But in all honesty, I would probably end up repeating a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I had no desire to do that, which is why I skipped it. Uh, that's 26 thankfuls that i'm just like yeah so i'm like i'd be like mm, thankful for a day that i didn't die <laughs> thankful for being black <laughs> i can definitely think of 26 things but it's just like eventually i'm gonna start repeating yeah i feel like it'd be very surface level things yeah. <laughs> so i was just like yeah <laughs> and I want to go to sleep, so I don't want to think about twenty six things. <laughs> but it's a well, nice she notion. talks about a gratitude journal, which is up your alley. Okay, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's just hard thinking about the gratefulness and mindfulness, and maybe it is that I fault myself that sometimes it is just a surface level thing. So I was awake. I didn't wake up with pain. And yeah. I'm like, maybe I should be like more deeply grateful than that. But that's all I got for today. And so maybe I just have to give myself grace and that sometimes it'll be surface, you yeah. know, gratitude and that's it. And that's okay. That's real. Yeah. Yeah. 
So it's mostly me problems. Um, the next one was, as far as complaints go, is it worth it? And like I said, um, as the ENFP, I sense a lot of things about people. And so, like, when it comes to friendships, sometimes my friendships are more surface level. And I'm not going to broach the um, fact that, like, you weren't loyal to me in this way. And so I felt slighted by it. I find it yeah. worth it because it is a surface level friendship. We're just like a going out and having fun brunch type friends and so it's not worth it for me to complain to you because i felt like slighted for that way but yeah <laughs> um they talk about like if your spouse has a habit of being late and making you late you have a right to complain but the best way to do it is through a complaint sandwich so i'm sorry i can't say sandwich <laughs> um being a positive statement and then having a simple complaint and then finishing it with another positive statement. Um, I wish they would have gave us specific verbiage to reuse. <laughs> but I'm not... Well, she did on something. Yes, yeah, a little bit, but it wasn't specific enough. Like, I need a list of things to say. Um, honestly, when it comes to a couple things, being late is not a thing that he does wrong. <laughs> That's definitely my fault. <laughs> but, you know, just See, in for general... Me... <laughs> To me, that's not a complaint. Yeah. Like, this is what you're doing. Mm -hmm. I need you to stop. Mm. I need you to do this. Mm. Like, to me, that's not a complaint. You know what I mean? Like, to me, a complaint is like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Just forget it. I I know what I'm saying. I feel like a lot of y'all know what I'm saying. But to me, that's not a complaint. That's just, this is, I'm, it is a complaint as far as, you know, when you think of you file a complaint with someone about yeah. this is the issue at hand. So in the very literal sense of the word, yes, it's a complaint. Yeah. But I don't see that as complaining because this is something you're actually doing that is making things difficult for me. I'm letting you know I want you to stop and I'm letting you know it'd be great if you did stop. To me, that's not complaining. Thank you, Aquarius brain. <laughs> I think your like grapple with this article is what you don't like what they consider a complaint. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Cause that's not a complaint to me. Okay. I mean, like I said, literally, yes it is. But that the act of addressing something like that is not complaining yeah. to me. And then lastly, before you complain, understand your feelings behind it. And so, mm-hmm. again, I have a lot of feelings. Just They just hit all at once and <laughs> run all through the day. So um, I think it's more of, for me, I think it would be more of like bigger complaints, like complaints that keep continuing. Though um, she talks about um, understanding emotions behind dissatisfaction. Um, for that particular person, she wasn't really angry about the weather and the traffic all the time. She was upset that her business failed. And yeah. so like the deep, <laughs> the deep feelings behind it, I think it's more an accurate way to describe what she was talking about. Um, I feel like we've talked about that before on the show, just about knowing where your feelings truly come from. Yeah. And so if you're griping because you're grumpy, okay, why am I really grumpy? Like, Hungry. yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, and so like, yeah, so I think the easiest emotion that comes up all the time is anger. Is it yeah. taking a step back and realizing what's behind that anger? Is it because I feel misunderstood? Yeah. Because I'm hungry? Probably. These trays really hurt my teeth. You know, know. most likely. (laughs) (laughs) Really, it's like the trays hurt my teeth, so I don't eat enough. (laughs) Because, like, my meals are really. Chain effect. (laughs) My meals are really have come down to three meals breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I take too long to eat breakfast because I'm like, I just put it back in from brushing my teeth and that hurts. <laughs> so do I want to take them out? So anyways, that's my like deep level struggle right now. But overall, that's what we have about complaining right now. So we're going to move okay. on to our favorite part of the pod to buy you a drink. Chris, do you have a drink you want to buy for people? Of course I do. (laughs) So this week, I am going to buy a drink for the illustrious Cardi B. (laughs) So, (laughs) so, um, as many of you may know, Jermaine Dupree decided to give an interview and where he basically said that females ain't rapping about nothing it's just a bunch of strippers rapping and he doesn't understand it and there hasn't been a good rapper since the brat okay <laughs> doya's face was like say what now <laughs> okay <laughs> and cardi responded to him and basically she was like dude no like what i love about cardi's response was she basically said, we're going to rap what we live. And mm-hmm. Trina said the same thing in her response. Mm-hmm. We rap what we live. Mm-hmm. If I shake my ass, if I want to talk about my pussy, that's what I'm going to do because that's what I live. Yes. However, Cardi also said, when I talk about some more serious shit, y'all look at me like, what are you doing? Right. And the most important thing that she did was she started listing off other hot female MCs who are rapping their asses off like Tierra Whack mm-hmm. like um uh Rico Nasty like she, like Young MA she started listing uh Rhapsody all these other dope ass MCs who are not getting the spotlight that they deserve and in Cardi's own words she said pay them mm-hmm. pay them I'm doing this because this is what pays. Mm -hmm. Support them like you support me. Mm. And that was just, that is is the benevolent queen. So I just want to buy Cardi two shots of Bacardi. (laughs) Can you um, go ahead and play that um, the organ? Thank you. I love a feminist rapper. Okay. I love most about it is she wasn't trying she mm-hmm. was being sincere and just saying mm-hmm. you know that's what i love the most about it she wasn't, she wasn't trying to take some stance she yeah. just said what she, and she and she said her name was mentioned so i'm gonna respond mm-hmm. you know they tried it because they'd be rapping about bullshit all day and that was <laughs> trina. so trina spoke out about it too and that was trina's point she was like first of all you mad because the women are really running shit right now. And 
yeah, you've got rappers like City Girls and Cardi B, and we love City Girls and we love Cardi B, mm-hmm. but you also have rappers like Meg, Meg the Stallion, and Megan, it yes, Megan talking about scamming these niggas, Megan talking about letting them eat but not letting them fuck, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, Megan can rap her ass off. Like, Megan is a dope MC. Mm-hmm. She has an actual skill, mm-hmm. and you can't take that from her. So it's like, and Trina was like, and the guys are rapping about the same shit. Mm-hmm. Fucking women, selling drugs, doing drugs, getting money. Same thing the women rapping about, like, what is the problem? Yeah. You're mad because we winning. Equality. Hot girl summer. Hot girl summer. Speaking of, um, if you go to Bougie Persuasion, there's a hot girl season tank top out there for you anyways All right. <laughs> shameless plug um so for me and maybe because i'm hungry um i want to buy a drink for food i'm just mm. like there's so many foods that like i used to eat and i think about and now it just really hurts to eat <laughs> and so i'm sorry <laughs> uh, of all the chewy foods that i didn't appreciate when i could eat it <laughs> And so I'm buying a drink for food. Probably water, because all food needs water. <laughs> it's like you don't know what you have until it's gone. Plus it's dinner time, so I'm just hungry. <laughs> anyway. Well, guys, you've made it through another episode. You've made it through this week. We've come together. We've shared our thoughts and opinions. We've given you some good stuff. We've given you some good quality tips on not complaining. Mm-hmm. And so we thank y'all for joining us. Uh, Dorian, let people know how they can talk to us. I will start with saying I know our email. <laughs> I feel like a kid, like when they learn the address for the first time. So our email, <laughs> I am very consistent about this, is hello at poorlifedecision.com. <laughs> feel free to email us tell us some of your poor life decisions that you would love to talk about it doesn't even have to be yours personally maybe you overheard it in a conversation just tell us what you want us to talk about we would love to do that And maybe um, it's something you want that bitch that's sitting next to you at work to work on right bad breath we'll do a show you can play it loud and let her hear it okay. everybody wins <laughs> um also, we are on Instagram. It's Poor Life Decision. One decision because we're changing them one at a time. Um, my current decision is changing my teeth, which is why I can't say that word anymore. Um, <laughs> on Twitter, we are PLD Pod. Um, I know I don't know about you, Chris, but I missed out on the finale of Big Little Lies. So give me like two days, and then I will talk to you about it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I figured you didn't see, and I saw yeah. it late, so I didn't really talk yeah. about it. But I figured you didn't see it. Yeah, but I've been watching Bones with my sister, and there's like 18 episode seasons, and I'm like, Big Little Lies gave me these wow ass 18 episode <laughs> episodes. <laughs> but we'll live. <laughs> also, be sure to like let us know who you want to buy a drink for. We can share. Yeah, we can buy. You know, we can buy multiple drinks. We got two dollars. We got monopoly money. <laughs> we got monopoly money. <laughs> so yeah. All right. Talk to us, slide in those DMs, and we definitely talk back. Don't forget to go to iTunes, rate us five stars, leave us a review. And we will read it out loud and you will be famous. Yes. Pod famous. 
Um, so have a good week. Call your mom. Drink some water. Drink extra water because it's hot outside. It is. <laughs> Hi, girl. Summer, stay hydrated. <laughs> stay hydrated. <laughs> All right. We love y'all. Bye. Keep dancing. They can't control you. They watch and they all adore you. If ever you are in doubt, remember what mama told you. Brown skin girls. Your skin just like pearls. You're back against the world. I never trade you for anybody else. Church for anybody else singing.